Welcome to Breakfast with Tiffany Show. My name is Tiffany Rosdell and I am a Tokyo-based transformational lifestyle coach. In each episode of this podcast, I want to explore the positive transitions other people have made to, how they freed themselves from their struggles, what pushed them to overcome their difficulties, and how and why they felt like they could overcome. Breakfast with Tiffany Show is really all about the transitions everyone who wants to succeed makes and what they did to get there. As such, while the focus is on LGBTQ plus journeys, I want to share the stories of all people who have found their way to success. My hope is to have this platform for all of us to be together while listening to successful stories, amazing life experiences, inspirational journeys, as well as having good laughs and lots of smiles. Ladies and gentlemen, may I introduce you to something quite extraordinary. It's the Breakfast with Tiffany Show podcast. And now, it is with great pleasure that I introduce you to your host, Tiffany Rossdale. Hello, podcast listeners. Welcome back to Breakfast with Tiffany Show. And this is your host, Tiffany Rossdale. I'm grateful for you for tuning in today for another, a brand new episode for this week's um, Breakfast with Tiffany show. Now, before we head on our episode or topic for today, I would love to read another review coming from our dear listeners. The review of the day comes from a nickname called Super Reviews Number 9. Here's the review with the title of Very Engaging and a 5-star rating. Love hearing the perspective of Tiffany and her guests. She is an engaging interviewer. Would definitely recommend. Thank you so much, Super Reviews 9 or number 9. That is definitely a super, super review that you wrote there on our Apple podcast. Thank you so much. I'm really glad to know that our podcast episodes really resonates with you. I'm grateful. I'm thankful that you noticed how I am engage every time I have a guest on the on the on the podcast show. So really thank you so much. And for those of you who haven't left a review or a rating, we have all the links on the on our podcast show notes where you can find the Apple Podcast, the Podchaser, or even on Spotify right now you can rate it on Spotify. I look forward to hearing from your reviews and um I'm definitely going to be reading it on the show, so please keep them coming. Our topic for this week, we were so lucky to have such amazing guests from last year's um, episodes on the podcast. So we thought to bring back those memories and those powerful conversations that me and some of the guests that we had on the show. This is the part one because there's so many guests that we had on the show. And also we reviewed all the conversations. And I think it's really important to reshare that. And if you missed it, please listen because we will also provide all the links on the podcast show notes of those episodes. So 
Let's start off with, this is an episode number 79, titled American Voice Actor in Japan, with guest Brendan Stallings. As you all know, Brendan is the amazing voice behind the introduction of the podcast and also at the end of the podcast, the outro of the podcast. I was able to have an opportunity to interview Brendan about him being a voice and actor as well here in Japan. He was my first acting coach when I started learning acting a few years ago. In this episode, me and Brandon talk a lot about the entertainment industry and the lessons learned from this particular um, very competitive industry. And one of my favorite conversations was about dealing with rejections as an actor. I myself have been experiencing a lot of this now as if you're following my journey, being an aspiring actor now, I always go on auditions if there's an opportunity. Out of hundreds of auditions, you really get picked or selected. And nowadays, most of the auditions are first done by picture selection. Then if you get selected, then they will call you for the audition. And most of the time, you don't have to do auditions when your photo get picked. You just have to do the job. I'm not sure if that's an advantage for the actors now and the models now. For me personally, I think I'd rather want to have an audition in person. So you'll feel that moment, that tension, that excitement. And also seeing other auditioning talents around, I think seeing that, I will definitely learn a lot. So here's a part of the conversations I had with Brendan about the rejection. But like on camera stuff or on stage stuff, you know, you're right for five to 10% of all work at best. So you're really, you're just throwing darts at the wall and you're hoping that that production at that moment with those people, you are the piece that they're looking for. As long as you go in there and give it your best shot every time, when it is right, you'll get the job and you'll get paid, you'll make the progress, you'll get your resume credit, you'll get to do the work, and then you just build on it from there. So you just you just have to know going in, it's probably not going to work out. And so anytime it does, this is, this is why I say I am an optimistic pessimist, is like, I, I prefer to be pessimistic about it, because if I and if I don't get it, I'm right. And I go, all right, well, I was being realistic. That's fine. My feelings are not hurt. <laughs> but then if I do get a job, then it's like mind blowing. It's like, yes. <laughs> so that, that's how I, I protect myself. Because if you, if you believe you're going to get every job, you'll last about five minutes because mm. you just won't. Nobody, mm. nobody, not, not even like, you know, the people at the pinnacle of, like TV and film do not get every job that they submit for. Mm. So like if you're, if you're at the lower levels, like I am like you, you just have to like, you're, I feel lucky to get every single job. Mm. And when I get a few back to back, uh, then it's like Christmas. Every time. <laughs> so you just have to really, really detach your ego from the auditioning process and the submission process and know that it's like, it's just a business. It's just like applying for jobs. Mm. But it's like, if you apply for 20 jobs and you get 
two or three interviews, like it's, it's exactly the same thing. It's just a little more personal because it's like art and performance. Mm. The pitfall is to get really, really attached to one audition, like the big audition. You just always know that if you do a good job, they will remember you. And then the next Mm. time you audition for those people, they will be on your side and they will be looking for a reason to put you in their production. Mm. I love that. Mm. I've, I've heard this expression a lot lately, but so it's a little cliche, but I think it's really true is that it is absolutely it is a marathon, not a race, mm. you know, or a sprint. I'm, mm. oh, I messed it up. Second take. All right. One more time. Take it back. It's, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Mm. There. Use mm. the second one. I love that. I love that. Yeah. So you, you essentially have to wear down the industry that you're in. You have to mm. be there and submit and, and be a presence long enough that you wear them down not using you. Mm. Uh, mm. and if you have success right out of the gate then you are one of the the lucky few and and god bless you and and keep going mm. wow very powerful advices and words you gave there uh brandon i really loved it it's not just um auditions or jobs i think when it, when it comes to rejection i think from what i've learned in my own life rejection is actually good because you become better thank you for saying that and and for that amazing advice about rejections because most of the time like it's not even really rejection you just didn't get the thing Mm, mm. because they can really like you and not give you the job which i think counts as rejection but it's like it's not really rejection Mm. it's more of like a temporary dismissal Mm, i love that I, i love that word yeah temporary dismissal every every audition is for not for this job but it's you know, it, you're lucky if you get the one you're auditioning for, but especially if you're like in LA or somewhere, it's like this audition is for 10 jobs down the line. You're just planting the seed now mm. and hopefully you can harvest that down mm. the line when you, when you, the, when the timing is perfect. Mm. So true. Yes. Hopefully that helps if anybody needs this advice. Yes. Yes, for sure. Next up is episode number 80, uh, entitled Tiffany Rossiel on Legends Interview Podcast, Legend of Transformation. I've been really grateful for all the um, wonderful opportunities appearing on different platforms, being asked to share my stories. And this particular conversations with Sarah Ferruya on her podcast, I felt so comfortable by her asking me all these questions that have shared so many stories. One highlight of this was when we were talking about forgiveness about my past. So listen to this conversations with Sarah Furia. Yeah, amazing. Because like, you know, these are the kind of things that you you kind of work out in therapy or now you're a coach as well. And coaching can sometimes, you know, help us to untangle these stories. But I'm not one to try and take a negative and turn it into a positive. I think that's really, it's not very useful sometimes. How has it made you who you are now? Or how do you think those things helped you now? And I don't like to think of like child abuse as being something that I don't want to make it positive, if that makes sense. But I'm just interested to know what you think it's given, what qualities it's given you, that upbringing. Thank you for this question. I think it's also important to let this um, out. Because for me, I think I believe that 
um, having that experience in my life at a very young age, I believe all that happened to me because if I didn't have that, I wouldn't probably be that strong when I became an adult, facing all the consequences of being a transgender, of finding who really I was, and all these um, relationships from my past. Also dealing with my families. I mean, I'm in good terms with my mom and my dad, but still I didn't have that conversation with them about why did you do that? Why you left us? There were so many questions. But for me, um, when I did the transition of healing myself, it was all about the forgiveness. I worked on forgiveness. And I think forgiveness is the ability to move beyond your the bad experiences that I've had, knowing that the memory of the experiences gives gives me the strength and clear passage towards for positive change. You know, I just find you one of the most positive and sweet people. And when I say sweet, you said you mentioned like you were like this innocent wee boy who was, you know, probably were you quite effeminate when you were little as well. And I just find this this, this sweetness about you. But you tell these stories without any shame, but also very authentically. But I just find you to be such a positive and glowing person. You have this gorgeous radiance about you and it's not fake and it's not forced. It's just who you are. I really appreciate that. And it's so interesting to hear these stories of your past as well, because we all hold stories and we all have past. I feel very honored and, and with your generosity um, of sharing these stories. And I also wanted to say, like, although you're, you're, you know, you mentioned your dad couldn't afford to to keep you at first after your mum came to Japan. He sounds like a good guy. Is he a good guy, your dad? I think the love that my mom, because my mom wasn't there, right? Yeah. That love, I think, was filled by my dad, even oh. though he couldn't support us in in financial way. Yeah. And the, and also the the importance of family as well. Those networked families, how they stepped in and looked after you, maybe not in the best way. Continuing the highlights, this episode number eighty four, entitled "Fate, Family, Forgiveness, and Fabulous Journey of Trans Showgirl Cosplayer," with the amazing guest Miss Darlene. So me and Miss Darlene talks about forgiveness. Yet again, this conversation is more in-depth about the forgiveness topic. With Ms. Darlene, I always felt I can resonate with her stories. And we can both share our past experiences and also learn from each other's experiences in life. We actually did a three separate series on Ms. Darlene's episodes back-to-back. So be sure to check them all out. The part two entitled Thriving as an Asian Transgender in the 90s. And the last part, performing with love and laughter with Miss Darlene. So check them all out. You're going to love the conversations I've had with Darlene. Yes. I love the fact that you have that understanding later on in life yeah. that you realize that what happened in your past is totally led you to who you are now and who, where your path is now. I think it's a healing process, but it's an amazing healing process that you did too. I also went to the same phase. Yeah, it takes a long time before mm. I start to forgive my mm. past. Mm. You don't forgive sincerely, genuinely, and lovingly from your heart. You cannot be a happy person now. You mm. have to be able to accept all of that 
for you to move forward. Then you will yeah. have a very clean, have take a deep breath. My life is okay now. What mm. have I got installed in front of me? I don't mm. have to worry about my past anymore because I have forgiven and it is what it is. Mm. If you cannot do that, you cannot move on. It's very difficult. So like true. a lot of people who carry their baggages even till now. Mm. The repercussions are still in them. I can sense some of them are still angry at mm. how they were before. It's very hard for me to try and educate them, to try and talk them, not to to feel that way. I can't. I'm so sorry. I can't. My mom, you know, I can't. Look, you have to not think mm. of that because we are doing this. This is something mm. wonderful. You cannot have this negative energy. And it's very hard for me to educate other people. Mm. But all I have to say is we need to forgive and be calm and accepting of what it is before we can actually move forward, right? Mm. I'm sure you are the same yes. too. Yes, absolutely right. I, I love it. And that's a way I went into the process of healing. I also understand how you want others to be um, going to the same process because it's hard. I mean, it's difficult. We've been there too. We know how to be there and how to be what you are right now and how you overcome all of it. That's why I think sharing your story, sharing my story of how we overcome it, it's so important to share to our, um, especially to our community, like the LGBTQ, which is a lot of us really have to go through that path and overcome it because it's not easy. Hopefully, if they watch this, they will realize that, oh, these beautiful trans women also go through what I go through. So if they can make it, so can I. I hope mm -hmm. they will take away that from this, yes. you know? Yes, 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 absolutely. Yeah, I totally agree. And, and the most important thing is they have to find the right friend mm. to ask for help. Mm. There, might, there are numbers that you can call for help and all that. But at the same time, a friend mm. also helps. Yes. If your friend is a party animal, then you'll end up going that party animal direction. Yes, same way, yeah. And when it goes to that direction, that means, what does party animal mean? Drugs, alcohol, alcohol yeah. nightlife, very unhealthy. They are molded to follow that direction. Yes. They realize that by doing that, it completely blocks their past. Mm. So they think mm. they have moved on. Mm -hmm. Actually, they're not. I really agree because I was in that situation. That's how I pivoted okay you you were so right because i thought that's my escape i thought having alcohol experimenting yeah. with drugs having so much fun party lifestyle where i can escape and forget about my my past and you know like whatever happened to me in the past but what actually happened was it made me more furious it made me more like i feel like inside destructive Yes, exactly. And I feel like it's not healing at all. But I thought like numbing it, numbing it, numbing it, like every time I can go on with my life. Yeah. But I was able to realize it after I came to so much realization that I was in incidents that I thought like, wow, like if I could lose my life, then that's it. Like I died like being a party girl or like drugs. I have also other friends who lost their lives because of drugs and whatever lifestyle that they had. So I thought I don't want to go to the same path and maybe think about something else that I can what I can do and how I can heal myself and that's where it all came from you have that drive in you 
to want to change mm. that is so commendable and i celebrate the changes that you have and you know you are to be applauded because it's not easy once mm. you are in the deep end not a lot of them that when the deep end managed to come out alive mm-hmm. and okay mm-hmm. yes, every sure. every year always i hear one of my trans girlfriends die it's really yeah. really sad from the drug that is not an escapism that is not the right way for you to deal with your past yes. so i hope anybody that watches this watches our conversation would actually go to the right people the mm-hmm. right organization that would help to guide them mm-hmm. how to change how to go through a transition how to be fabulous like darlene antiphony hello <laughs> exactly yeah but yeah, that's actually why i became a life coach actually learn life coach um skills for myself i didn't thought i can give it to others and that's why i realized that i can give this i can help other people because i went on the same phase and and it helped me um darlene i want to ask you though that Um, mentor that you that told you like you don't have to be a the trans uh, we call it here in Japan senpai like your older um trans women that that teach you would you consider them as your mentor because yeah. you are such a positive person I wonder who who gave you so much positivity in your life the positivity that's been in me has always been because I would like to think I'm educated and I always read all the time I'm very well versed I'm very maybe I should say a bit more westernized than my locals in Singapore. I'm always well read, so I always see what is the possibility or what can I do? What is the chance of me doing this? Uh, but if I can't do this, what, what what can I do? But I want to do it, but how? Can you help me? Mm. No. Do mm. you know who can help me? So my way of being positivity is to ask questions all the time. Mm. Constantly mm. ask questions. Do not stop asking questions. The more you ask, the more you learn. The more knowledge you have, the more safe you will be to move forward. Because knowledge is the foundation to continue life. The trans woman that was helping me here is the trans woman that actually helped me form my first foundation in Australia. She actually told me, in Australia, this is how it is. Everyone is entitled to their own life. Everyone is entitled to be who they want to be. As long as they're not hurting other people, what right have anyone else trying to dictate how we should be? And I stopped when she said that. Okay, so I can still be me. Yes. Is there anything wrong with you now? I was like, no. Exactly. So just because you have a penis, that doesn't mean that you, you you're not a girl right now? No. I am a girl. There you go. But how can I survive here? We can. You can look for a job here easily. They're not going to judge you here. You can open a bank account here. You are a tourist. You can still open a bank account here. How? Because I know a trans girlfriend of mine that works in the bank. She will open your bank account. She will help you. Okay. Oh, thank you. Why are you helping me? Because you deserve to start your life. Everybody deserves to start their lives. So she helped me to start my new life. As a proud trans woman, and from then I apply my inquisitive mind. So how can I do this? So what 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 can I do if I want to do this? So if I want to get a place, so I can rent a place. Yes, you can. At the same time, I'm asking questions all the time, so I'm learning all the time. So that is how 
my life slowly built. So thanks to her, Deborah. So I will never forget her for helping me to stand on my own two feet and telling me that what's in between my legs does not justify how I live my life. And that has been a real, real banner of who I am going forward always. That's it for now. I hope you enjoyed all this highlight conversations that we did, the powerful conversations we've had with the guests that we had last year, year 2022. And stay tuned for next week, the part two of the powerful conversations of me and my guest here on the Breakfast with Tiffany Show podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And may you all have an amazing, amazing day. Love you all. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you reach up until this last minute of the show, I am extremely grateful for you for tuning in the whole entire episode. If you enjoyed our episode today, please share it to your friends. You can copy and paste the link wherever you are listening to right now. Text your friends, share on your Instagram stories or your Facebook page. Tag me on your social media when you post it. I'd love to hear from you. Share your thoughts on the interview that I had today. And if it's your first time here once again, please do me a favor to subscribe on the podcast. Leave us a review. In every review, it makes me so happy. So I'm looking forward to your ratings and review on Apple Podcasts. You can impact someone's life right now by just sharing our episode today. I hope you enjoyed this episode today as much as I do. And I hope you know how much you matter. How much I appreciate your time for listening. How much I love you and appreciate you. I am truly grateful for your kindness and your support. And as I always say, sprinkle kindness wherever you go. I love you and stay safe and healthy. Join us again next Tuesday for the Breakfast with Tiffany show with Tiffany Rossdale.